guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. It's been a while since I've uploaded one of these, and it's because it got a little bit crazy on my end, okay? Now, again, overcoming a little bit of food poisoning. Oh my god, along with a few other things, but you know what? I'm back, and I'm stronger than ever, and it's time to get back into Robert Kiyosaki, but before... I get back into Robert Kiyosaki. I got to go over some things. A man with money. Or, I'm sorry, not a man. A fool with money. Is soon parted. I saw this in one of the books, in one of the texts that I was actually reading to one of my students yesterday. We were, of course, preparing for a test that will enable her to study abroad or study in a master's program at one of the universities here in Bangkok. And... When I read that, I had so many flashbacks. I'm going to give you guys three stories. See, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Just as a general saying, more than 50% of NBA players are bankrupt after five years of finishing their respective sport. Why? Because they go broke. You know, they don't have any more money. Why? Because they still have a poor mindset. This is what Robert Kiyosaki said a long time ago, right? If you tell someone like that, if if you say, oh, you come from a poor background, they get very angry, right? They take it very personal in terms of, oh, you know what? That's very racist. I come from a poor background. Therefore, you said that I'm not going to be able to, you know, invest this money or do this or do that. But it's the truth. I'm not going to say all of them. Now, Shaquille O'Neal is one of the very few that actually... Um, he possibly comes from a poor background or a semi-poor background. Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't really know about all these athletes. But LeBron James definitely did, but he became financially literate. And now this guy is probably worth half a billion dollars. Very, very smart. And he's making a movie right now. And so, yes, those are the, 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 I wouldn't say the lucky ones, but the ones that became financially literate. However, the, the Floyd Mayweathers of the world. The Antoine Walkers of the world. I remember making that podcast about two, three years ago. And it was about basically these specific athletes going broke. Him owing more than $100 million worth of taxes to the IRS and him having to go to jail for X amount of months. Wesley Snipes again evading taxes. And so if we look at all the actors, this, that, and it's not even about colorism. Okay, I don't believe in colorism. But I'm just trying to give you guys a nice idea. See, a fool with money is soon parted. I'm going to give you an example. Now, one of them is my brother. Now, of course, my brother, man, if you look at my brother, oh, my God. He made so much money being a smog technician for the amount of time he was uh, doing it. And all of a sudden, when he lost that job, he lost everything. He went back to zero. To the discontent, evil, nasty human being he used to be. See, when he was when he was actually making money, he was writing cloud, uh, writing very, very high on cloud night because he felt like he was so above me that he's like, Psh, yeah, you're way below me now, brother. But then next thing you know, when he dropped and I went to Australia and I came back, oh my god, this guy was full of so much resent and so much anger because he felt like I was above him. And so what does he do? Well, guess what, guys? He is one of those people who ends up betting on sports games. Bets on these ridiculous-ass sports games. And he believes that, oh, my God, I bet this six-teamer, and it's going to make me a lot of money. Next, you know, it doesn't make him money, and he loses his goddamn mind. Screaming, slamming walls, hitting walls. Not slamming him. He's not the Hulk. But 
hidden walls saying, oh my God, I could have got this. I could have got that. My mom, of course, has no control over him. You know, and as a parent, she should be able to say one word and he should be able to shut his motherfucking ass up. But he can't. He literally puts his savings, his money, his money making into the hands of superficial sports, into the hands of people who don't even know he exists, who doesn't give a fuck about him and his pockets. That is not a way to live. My mom is one of them. And I hate to say this because my mom, she supported us so much. But I remember as a uh, as a independent mother. And when income tax season comes and having four kids, man, she would get a ridiculous amount of money. And within two months, that money was gone. She didn't know how to invest it. She didn't know how to do anything with it. And it's crazy. Right after the dot-com crisis in 2000, back in 2001, if my mom had just put a little bit of that money away, let's just say she invested 100 into stocks at that time. I don't know. Let's say uh, Google or let's say uh, Apple or whatever stock she could have invested in at that time, she'd probably be a millionaire today. But because she wasn't financially literate, and it's not about education, because schools don't teach anything about that. Not even the bullshit-ass universities, the Harvards of the world, the Cambridges of the world, they do not teach about this. But my mom, did she have the ability to invest those income taxes from 2000 and 2006? She did, but she didn't. And still to this day, just three years ago, two, three years ago, my mom bought a car. Bought a car. And I'm like, mom, at the age of 61, this had to be the biggest, not only liability, but the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes of your life. Buying a car at this age doesn't make any goddamn sense. But that's because, again, coming from a poor background, but I never accepted that as a human being. I saw my parents. Yes, I had to wear those water shoes as I was telling, um, oh, my God, Hernan C.S., as I was telling him. On my on his podcast just yesterday morning, which you guys will be able to hear very, very soon because I'm going to record that and make sure you guys get all that stuff. I was telling him that, hey, yes, I had to wear those water shoes to school, but that wasn't because of me. That was because of my parents. There's a fine line between that, people. You have to be able to separate what's, of course, I guess you could say what's not real. Which is your parents' finances. You have no control over your parents' finances. Versus what's in control with me. Now, my friends used to make fun of me. Ah, you're wearing water shoes. This and that. Hey, but that's not because of me. That's because of my parents. So go make fun of them. And so going into what you see basically around the world. The Gucci's, the Prada's of the world. They basically prey on the weak-minded women. No offense. If you want to go out and buy all those bags you want, fine. But see, they could be investing that or they could be even doing better, a greater cost with that money. And so that's why there's one specific actress out here, Praya. Praya Lumberg. She went to one of the best international schools here in Thailand. And she works for the, uh, oh my God, is it the United Nations? I think she works for the UN alongside Angelina Jolie. And she goes around the world and she wants to better and help and bring awareness to a lot of the things that are happening around this world. Is it because of PR? Perhaps. Perhaps. But maybe it's because she really wants to do more with that. So she's not the one, one of those people who are flaunting all that ridiculousness like the Pradas and, of course, the Gucci's of the world. So what I'm trying to say here is you can have all the money you want. There was a guy on TV, and my brother mentioned him probably about two, three years ago, and I realized, yeah, my brother, I'm sorry, three years ago, because I haven't spoken to him in three years, and 
I remember he posted a video, and this guy didn't even look happy. Just hit the money ball. I'm talking about millions of dollars he just pocketed. He looked homeless as hell. He looked completely disgusting. He wasn't happy about it. He was just filling out all the necessary paperwork. The news channel was there. The anchor was interviewing him. And then she's like, what are you going to do with the money? He's going to like, I'm going to buy cocaine. And she's like, oh, and then she hurry up and scoot aside. And my brother was like, ha ha, he was just being real. And I was like, yeah, as real as you losing all that goddamn money, betting on superficial sports and having no control over, no self-control, zero self-control. That fool ass fool is going to lose all that money in two years. He's not going to have nothing. Why? He's not financially literate. You're not going to be able to get this in school. If you give this to one of those r- ridiculous ass managers, these these investment fund managers, they're going to fuck you over too because you're not financially literate. So people, what I'm telling you to do, this is why I'm doing these podcasts, the the rich dad poor dad because a lot of you need to become financially literate. So, stay tuned for more. We're going to get back into rich dad poor dad possibly tomorrow. I might be uh putting a couple of other podcasts together in terms of interviews, but tomorrow should be the day to get back together, or I'm sorry, to start it off and kick it off again. So, I'm your host, as always, over and out.